Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm a few and We give God the glory for thus far. He has been helping us in the journey of September and we are gradually coming to the end of the month. Yes, and this September 25, 2022 is the last Sunday in the month of September. And then our topic is the scepter given to Judah. That is taken from the book of Genesis, chapter 35, verse 22b to 26, and a continuation from 38, I mean chapter 38, 24 to 26, and chapter 49, 10 to 12. I appreciate everyone who has been listening to Light and Light. The Lord bless you. It is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. Yes, the Lord is here again to speak to us and help us in so many ways. Even if you are not a Baptist, keep listening. You have the word of God always to bless you. I pray that the Lord will strengthen your heart and you will always be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Today's lesson is set to look at what qualifies a man for blessings. And when we talk of this kind of blessing, that kind that can be regarded as everlasting, a blessing that can be said to be remarkable, that kind of blessing that breaks protocol. And when we talk about breaking protocol here, we're, th- we're explaining no other thing than the blessing that does not go by the order of doing things. It comes so different. It's speaking no other thing than God's mercy. And that is just what we want to check today. And I also want us to take note that what determines our lot in life has a lot to do with our own steps and approach to life. There is a part of our own underlying steps and actions. So please let us all watch, watch it. Now the Bible. Now to the Bible. Jacob had 12 sons. whom had his old age. He decided to call together for his final blessings. And this time around, he was to give and is given. He gave the blessings in accordance to their deeds. I want us to also take note. Do you have a saying that lies sleeping, which ordinarily is waiting for your day of blessing, waiting for your day of glory? Or you have been so mindful of your ways with God and man that you deserve a double honor of blessing that even breaks protocol? As we take our lesson, which is in three parts, I pray that the Lord will bring to us more understanding of his word so we can live rightly as expected of him. I pray the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Quickly to our golden text. It reads us, The scepter would not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet until it comes to whom it belongs and the obedience of the nation is ease. That is taken from Genesis 49, verse 10. Let us pray. Father, we acknowledge your name. We are grateful for the grace you have granted unto us always to come to land. Lord, we pray you will open our heart again. You will help us to see what you want us to see. You will help us to walk upon ourselves, even at every area that you want us to take note. We pray, O Lord, that your blessing will come upon us and we will always be worthy in your presence. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. The first part of the lesson talks of the genealogy of Jacob, and that is taken from Genesis 35, 
22b to 26 and when we read what we've been able to see and uh, going back even to our understanding of the life history of jacob we've been able to see that after the whole reconciliation he was able to settle down at can um at Canaan and in Canaan the Lord prospered him so well and at this point when he was about to die just as it's always the custom the customary heart that most children are even every all the time all over the world I expect and to receive something from their hated parent and as it is also he decided to call his children together and mind you mostly when things are happening this way it has to be by a special consideration which even he that was about to release blessing put in mind of the deeds of conduct beyond that even how he had come to like one over the other mostly these are what are always considered but we see here that jacob was not trying to just make a pleasing of one over the other unjustly he decided to base it on their deeds and observation of their lifestyle and we see of Reuben, who happens to be the first son, uh, was not qualified to be able to have what he's supposed to have as even the first blessing uh, of, of, of a double portion of blessing that he's supposed to have as a first child. Why? Because he had had sexual intercourse with one of his father's concubine. And because of that, at first, it looks as if his father really did not take it, yes, with, um, with an higher hand. Other than he saw the reaction, he saw that his father was displeased, but only that he had he waited, Jacob waited for the day of judgment. And this is to tell you and I too, that yes, we can keep going on with whatever we want to do with our life, but let us understand that we are being watched. Let us understand that there is always an affirmative of every of our steps. And this is calling you and I to order today, that we should take the word of God Take the life of Reuben as a concern that we will not also tread the same ground of possibly becoming self-arrogant, possibly becoming, you know, zealous, unnecessarily eager to possess that which we are not even qualified yet to have. As this we might think or we might conclude to be why Jacob and Hope coming to even sleep with his father's concubine, his father's concubine before the demise of his father. Ordinarily, this woman will be his, but he choose to be more faster than the holder of things. Let us check it. Let's go at the pace of God and let us be patient for whatever is hers will definitely be hers. So we have this lesson also to pick from here. Much more also, we were able to see that as well, others in this category too receive blessing, I mean their children, in line with their deeds. And much more to us as Christians, what else are we picking from here? The first thing we must know is that we must wait for our time. There is always a time for manifestation. There is always a time for our blessing, for our lifting, for our glory. Let's wait for that time. Let's wait for our own time of it, of our testimony. Don't let us outsmart God or man. We cannot, we cannot maneuver our way through crooked means. And this is what we must continually check. Have you been crooked in your ways of doing things? You've been careless. The word of God is coming today that you will check your ways. You will check your life and let us exercise self-control. One more thing we should do is that we should disallow worldliness, 
worldliness in its form from taking away from us that our glorious eternal inheritance this is coming to us as children of god what is it out there that is that is attracting you what is it out there that you so desire and you know that it it, it has no conformity with the way of the lord please check it and don't go that way Another thing is let us be mindful of the steps that we take now because whatever steps we take now has a lot to do with our future. It speaks of what our future will hold. Please let us check it. If we end up to continue in our own ways and we are not looking at the consequences of what our negative actions can bring to us, then we are just joking with our lives. I pray that the Lord will enhance us and help us to live right in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take the second part of the lesson, which says, Do that sincere confession that is taken from Genesis 38, 24 to 26. Please read. And here again, this is another son that is brought more like in line for us to just oppose their conduct, their lifestyle that we're quite different. We've been able to talk in reference to the genealogy of Jacob. Reuben was brought in picture, which was his firstborn. And now we're bringing in Judah. Judah now in its in its form is more like the number four. We have Reuben, we have, us, um, the, uh, we have Levi, we have Simon. And then here, yeah, uh, we're saying now that uh, Judah was brought here as a concern. Yes, the record what we're able to see is that as it's always a concern and it is customary when a a, 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 a man dies there is always this desire that ah before the death there must have been a child on ground and if he has no child then the wife becomes a possession of the brother that he, he is leaving behind or he left behind and what we're able to see here is that judah disallowed the wife of his son to take up to be taken up by his last son and why this was so was because even when onions one of the, I mean, let me say the immediate son, the immediate son that's supposed to, or the immediate brother that's supposed to take over the wife of the first, uh, failed to treat the, his brother's widow fairly by allowing himself to a full sexual intercourse experience, but disallowed this. The Lord was displeased with his conduct and he, he died in the process. This fear gripped Judah and he was not ready to allow even his son, Shelia, to be in any relationship with Tamar. And the only thing he could give as excuse is that when the boy is older, then he will, or he, when he becomes a full man, he will allow that to happen. Even when you ordinarily know that he wasn't ready, he had already fear that what could have been making even his own children to be dying, the first died, the second also died, and with the same woman, and mind you, no matter what it is with her steps, with her thought and expression, what becomes so much important for us is we must be just in our deeds. We must be just in our way. Anytime we are trying to be unjust, anytime that we have something so hidden within us that we are keeping away as truth from people, as sincerity, it also it's used to also come back. And this is what we see happening here and now. Tamar decided to disguise, more like a prostitute, 
and at a time also that Judah had lost his wife and he is already a widow, met with Tamar and had sexual intercourse with him and uh, with her. If we have to go, I beg your pardon, if we have to go through this story well, we'll see what becomes the end that even that singular sexual intercourse brought up a pregnancy for Tamar. And it is also the custom of Moses by law. Any woman who is pregnant in that condition will have to be burned to death. And this was what Judah was already hoped to, was set to do. Now the word of God is coming to you and I. What is it that we can learn here? But what we see is that as everything happened, and then this woman was able to talk out that wait, even he that commanded you people to come to Bermuda, look at all that I have here. It belongs to him. And when he, he realized what it is, he could come back to his senses to pick up understanding of what Tamar or why Tamar could have acted the way he did, she did. And this is a lesson also for you and I. And what did Judah have to say? Judah admitted clearly that if he had lived or acted righteously to do as he's supposed to do for Tamar, maybe Tamar wouldn't have been that way. And this is to you, Anna. Have you come to a point in your life that you could be so self-admitting that you could take it up and even when you know you are wrong, you can confess it. You can admit it. And this is what we have all to learn here from Judah. Judah do not, did not shift blame at all. Don't leave on shifting blame when you are at fault. But let us leave to embrace our fault and retrace our steps where necessary. And do the right thing at the right time. It's also very, very important. When we fail at doing the right thing at the right time, then we should be ready for the consequence or the punishment that it may bring. And this is a lesson for us from the life of Judah. I pray that the Lord will help us and he will grant us the needed grace in Jesus' name. Amen. The last part of the lesson says, Jacob blesses Judah. Please read Genesis 49, verse 8 to 12. And what do we see here is that the Lord is bringing up concern to you and I. That he is watching us. He is taking note of everything about us. Aside God, men also are watching. People, some some people out there. Someone, someone, some somewhere, someday is going to make a reference to anything that we do. And no matter how we think that we are not, you know, we are not well known or our action is just, uh, it's not a big deal or there is nothing more about it. It all matters. And that is what we can see here. And at the time when Jacob was about to die, his blessing was to be given to his children. And what became the lot of Judah because of his singular heart of living right and as it is so obvious and God also was pleased with his conduct ensuring that he wasn't a man that covered his sin he wasn't a man that was not ready to make right decision when he needs to make it at especially at that time that he knew that oh at first I have not been doing it right but now I need to do it well all was sin and the blessing that he Ordinarily, students have been able to deserve or to take come his way. And that was being able to have even that blessing that's supposed to be to the firstborn of the family of Jacob. And he took up 
this blessing as he deserves by God in his making and that that he also have been able to work out his life rightly. What do we see of the blessing? That when Reuben had not been able to live right with his father and couldn't even see what he has done as a big deal, he lost that opportunity and his life was regarded as almost table one like water. What do we see of Simon and Levi? We also discovered here too that they were people of violence and because of that too, they don't deserve more. They don't deserve what the Lord have in mind. And then Judah was a qualified one and the blessing was that his brother would praise him. Another blessing that came upon him is that he will be able to defeat his enemy and his father's sons will bow down to him. Also, the scepter will not depart from him and the ruler's tabs will remain in his domain forever. And what again that becomes the last is that his descendant will someday enjoy a settled and prosperous life. And how do we know that this was standing and biding? It was because all around it, it was from him that we have King David. It was from his lineage also through King David that we have even this everlasting reign of a kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ, which gives no other thing to the world but stability and everlasting eternal life. And this is to tell us that God is ever a covenant keeping God. He watches us, he sees us by all that we do all that we need to do is to ensure that our life is in order with him when we heart well in our ways with god god is a just god and is never partial in his deeds it is for you and i to check our ways and know if we have made it right with god and if we have made it also right with men that we hold no one anything and yes if god sees all of these with us he would definitely vindicate us and release his blessing onto our life this is what our lesson is all about today and i want to believe that the lord has been able to speak to you and to speak to me and i pray that as we live on this day to heart in accordance to the word of god ensuring that we place our life in order before him that we do all according to his ways and instruction we will not be eluded of his blessing both here and at and in heaven i pray that the lord bless us in jesus name now we've come to the end of the lesson i'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of sunday bye everyone the lord bless you